Aristo came as magnificent. Mm. Drake, good night and good luck. Yeah. Aristo, good morning. Yeah. Bishop, Masters, Young Tony, Drake, good, good riddance. Good riddance. Good. It was good riddance. It was lights out. It was a body. <laughs> and that's what it was, man. And that's why. Good riddance. And, it, and what happened? Good riddance, right? Bye. And both of the and both of the dudes are still there doing what they do, yeah, which, exactly. is which is thing. cool, which is which is great. You know, yeah. like he's got his single out, and yeah. you know he's working the album thing. That's cool. But when it comes to trying to check Drake, it was good riddance, body, and it was over. So yo, uh, there was no there was no rebuttal. There was no. It ended right it, there. It was good. Like don't try and check me, man. I guess this is goodbye. Good night and good luck. I'm sitting outside, man, I'm riding the truck Bags packed, pack of black, I'm out, lighting them up I'm looking down on these niggas while inviting them up I like to know the reasoning behind subliminals Like who told them to mention me I am elevated, homie, you are elementary Telling them you're selling dope and never sold a century Sam, you get denied off your entry exam You get one flow and you done for Converse in one verse about you fraud niggas That shoot never and run first And ask Juicy if I stay fly On a cell phone and got a 10 on the other end like an eight. Six two and they tell me you yay high. They can't but they try. Still get offended if I don't say hi. To me it's kind of gay if I'm saying hi to like eight guys. So I just walk past and keep it cool to the hate dies. I do nothing that would offend these cats, but I wish I had a spot where I could send these cats. Like here, sit on this island, man, and pin these raps. Bust them shots, pretend you trap. Do whatever, man. As long as you never find your way home, I'm cool with it. I left you a shovel there. You know what to do with it. I never bust a gun. I miss the CTV. And at least I'm not Mr. Dick riding CTE rap believe me I'm cutting records with Jody Breeze and that nigga would eat What's going on guys it's your boy Sid Davis the one and only host of the Social Introvert podcast episode 40 it felt forever being in the 30s but I'm I'm glad I'm I don't know man <laughs> it felt forever being in the 30s um there's a lot of beef going on a lot of beef some of it's kind of ridiculous, but it made me laugh. I had a lot of time on my hands during the weekend. A lot of music came out, so I spent most of my time not doing shit except for listening to music. That's all I ever do. And lurking on Instagram and Twitter, uh, I ruffled a few feathers on Twitter. But this is more so about the beef that's been going on in, in, in hip hop. And, and it's fucking hilarious. So uh, before I get into that, real quick, I mentioned a f- like not a few, but several episodes ago that I had a second job. It's wearing me out, dead ass tired all the time, and having a second job doesn't bother me. But I was like, I'm not satisfied with the second job, so uh, I let that go. And this is all in the course of maybe a month and a half. I recently applied. At a, for for another second job, I, I dropped that other one and applied for airline. And um, I know working for the airline, airport, whatever, is all federal. I wish somebody told me <laughs> how tedious and anal that damn background check and drug processing is. Now, I got the job. Um, I, I did the final steps this past, well, not this past Monday, but the Monday before, uh, the last, pro- um, 
step was the fingerprinting portion of it. And, you know, I, I got the, the call back and said, hey, um, you got the job. And now you're going to go to Orlando, Florida for a two week training. And so uh, you'll be leaving out towards the end of April. I was like, word, cool. So I say all of that to say, I really didn't know how damn tedious that they were with all the background checking and shit. Like, I'm like, damn, like, did they forget about me? But <laughs> um, I got the job. Uh, don't be asking me for free flights because you're not getting them. Fuck y'all. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> I'm playing. Um, I, I just, it's, it's dope. But I already know, uh, like, I've already told people, I'm like, yeah, man, I'm, I'm working for the airline now. And the only question I've been getting is like, hey, man, you can hook me up with some free flights. I know you could hook your homie up because I'm like, no, bro, it don't work like that. It, it kind of does, but I don't want to give nobody no free flights like that. I don't, I don't know y'all. What the fuck? But anyway, so I'll be in Orlando, Florida um, starting April 25th for two weeks. Now, don't worry. I ain't this ain't going to be no hiatus. I'm not going on no hiatus. You're going to you'll get. It's still going to be your regular run of the Social Introvert Podcast. Don't worry about it. I'm taking all my shit with me. Um, I'm going to be live in Orlando, just chilling in the hotel, <laughs> recording, and, and still trolling and doing my bullshit. So don't worry about that. Anyway, there's a lot of beef going on. Uh, all of this is surrounding DJ Academics, Takashi 69 uh whoa vicky the the weird ass white girl that just talks really loud and just very boisterous and who claims that she's black or i don't know and then uh danielle bragoli aka the cash me outside girl but there's some other beef besides all of that going on that i think dj academics is in the middle of it he just posted it but uh, it has something to do with drake this is pretty funny because i didn't expect drake to do this uh, there's a rapper out of Toronto, Ontario, by the name of uh, KG. Uh, KG's dope. And <laughs> he he made a diss song about Drake. Drake actually posted a selfie of himself in a do-rag. He looks awfully weird. And in the caption, he's speaking this South London, I don't know, patois it's so fucking weird like he drake is corny to me i'm gonna just put that out there drake has always been corny uh shout out to drake for dropping his new single nice for what um i, I these females right now are gassed and hyped up that i guess they feel like they don't have to be nice to guys anymore <laughs> the funny thing about that is you're you're getting your quote from the same guy that told y'all that y'all were practice. So, I mean, anyway, this beef between Drake and KG. So KG disses him in an Instagram video. He's playing this new song in the background, just getting at him about the do rag and then making fun of him about his, his duck lip selfie. And Drake watches the video live and Drake slides into the home homeboys dms and was like 
but fam, you've been begging me to listen to <laughs> to your trash for three years straight. You're a fucking nerd. KG responds, you fucking goofy ass nigga. You a millionaire. What the fuck you doing on my page? Clearly, you a fuck boy. Get out of here with your fake ass dick riding, sucking lips. I'm going to see you, bro. Trust me. <laughs> Drake responds back. Man just wrote me about my lips. <laughs> You're a fish. <laughs> You're a fish. You know what? Oh, <clears throat> you, you know what city we in, bitch? We never far away. So ba basically, Drake is looking for free smoke. I didn't expect Drake to watch this dude's uh, a nobody, really. I didn't expect him to watch this dude's IG video. Like, it's, it's, I don't know. I guess Drake had time on his hands that day. Drake is in Toronto. I guess he's in Toronto recording his new album. It's just hilarious. But KG responded right after that. It was a long paragraph. I'm not about to get into that. But shout out to Durag Poppy. I ain't calling him Champagne Poppy no more. I don't even feel comfortable calling him Champagne Poppy. It just ugh, makes me cringe. I'm calling him Durag Poppy. Oh. <laughs> Uh, anyway, the other beef that's going on is between, well, before I get into all of that, I'm sorry, before I get into all of that, Netflix is a new documentary that aired on Showtime and Netflix bought the rights. It's called Rapture and it's a docu-series docu about uh, multiple rappers from T.I. to Nas and Davies. Just Blaze, the producer, A Boogie with the hoodie, Logic, and G Easy. Um, I suggest everybody watch that docu series on Netflix. That is an amazing series. Uh, one of my favorite episodes is uh, Nas and Davies, and it starts off with Nas's brother Jungle telling his brother about, I guess, the time. I, it was the time period where Nas was gearing up to drop the Bravehearts project. And Jungle told the story about how he had like a bunch of drugs on him. And then his brother Nas was like, yo, I'm at a gas station in the Bronx. I'm, I'm gonna come scoop you up. And they hadn't talked in years. He's like, but I'm gonna come scoop you. And <laughs> so there was a bunch of cops around. Jungle, his brother didn't know what to do at the time. so. He was trying to drop the drugs off somewhere. He couldn't drop the drugs off anywhere. Nas picked him up and they're riding around a Bentley with a bunch of fucking drugs in his pocket. And um, he was trying to find his way to get, to get out of it. They're on their way to an airport. He didn't know what to do. I guess he basically long story less long. He drops the drugs off at this random pizza joint in a trash can called his homeboy to go get the drugs. By the time his homeboy went to go get it, the drugs were gone. And after that, they caught a flight. They went out to um, Atlanta. And Jungle was basically just saying that was the last time he, you know, did crime, did any, you know, dirt. And then that led up to them doing the Braveheart shit. But yeah, the episode, the rest of the episode is um, just Nas and kind of just briefly going back to his history and what he's doing now. And then they cut into Dave East. Nas sees, a, uh, sees Dave East in him, like just 
he yeah he sees himself in Dave East, and they go into Dave East's uh past. You know how he played with uh, Kevin Durant. Uh, they talk about his daughter. Uh, they introduce his parents in, in the documentary. It, it's just a dope documentary, man. It's and I really like Dave East, but I feel as if as of recent since uh, Paranoia, it's I don't know. It's like his music doesn't hit like it once did, especially when you start from No Regrets, Black Rose, and then leading up to Kyrie Chanel and. All of these projects hate me now. And then now you get to paranoia and then paranoia too. It just, it doesn't hit like it once did. I don't know. I guess Def Jam is mishandling him, but I still like Davies. He's a cool guy, but yeah, check out Rapture on Netflix. I think one of the most important episodes might be the TI episode between TI and, um, and Rhapsody. Check those two episodes out. Those are probably one of the best ones. Now, before I get into Beef Talk, here's a word from our sponsors. Hey, what's going on, guys? It's your boy, Sid Davis, the one and only host of the Social Introvert Podcast. And I'm here to tell you a little about my show. It consists of all things media regarding music news, music rumors, and I also do music album reviews. And I also play the latest and the greatest from underground and emerging artists that are making their way towards mainstream stardom. And then some that are just getting their feet wet. They're not quite there, but hey, it's all about support. And I also do reviews on the latest blockbuster film that just released in theaters, as well as a Netflix and a Hulu special that's out. So go on over to bynkradio.net slash podcast. Scroll down to the social introvert. I'm also available on SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts. If you want to follow me on social media, I am at Isid Davis, I-S-I-D-D-A-V-I-S on both Instagram and Twitter. And last but not least, you can send those emails over to the social introvert podcast at gmail.com. Now back to the show. So uh, the beefs that have been going on are DJ Academics, Woe Vicky, Danielle Brigoli, or the, the Cash Me Outside girl. And somehow all of that revolves Takashi 69. I'm gonna say this about Takashi 69. I really like that Breakfast Club interview he did cuz it um it, it's swaying people's opinions about him a little bit. Like he he put everything out on the table, just let you know what it was, everything that was going on, the the police report. He laid it all out on the table, and I'm glad he did that. Now, the whole preacher thing <laughs> preacher coming and praying for him i don't know if that was to like troll but i don't know but it was funny to me anyway now <laughs> takashi 69 i i think he's like the ultimate troll and i i will say this him doing the whole beefing with the game and yg i I don't know. He he should watch himself on that, but I'm pretty sure he knows what he's doing as far as I, I think he knows who he can pick on for now. Cause whoever he the, the people he's been getting at as of late, 
are, are like prime examples of easy targets. He knows who to get at. He knows who's going to respond to him, who's going to keep talking about him, and he, he's playing chess pretty much. Now, the first beef is about Takashi 69 versus the Cash Me Outside girl. The Cash Me Outside girl was asked about if she would do a song with Takashi 69. She was like, "Well, I don't really like him per se, but I mean, I wouldn't be in a studio with him, but if he wants to send a verse, then I I'll do a song or whatever." And the clip was thrown up and I guess Takashi 69 he responds. He was like, "Bruh, <laughs> he said me and her talked a while back I denied this girl a song and now she's mad lol she blew up for beating her mom go and tell her to stop hitting her mom Takashi 69 for the kids better future for everyone <laughs> I like that kid anyway I think a couple days after that she saw the comment and I want to say around Thursday night or like yeah late Thursday night or Friday morning somewhere around that time she jumps on IG live and goes on this I want to say 25 minute rant just trashing Takashi 69 like just dogging him out um I'm not gonna put I, I have the clip I'm not gonna play the whole clip I trimmed it down to like a minute and a half I thought it was funny. Uh, check it out. Bro, I'm really mad. I shouldn't even be mad about this. Fuck, worry about some rainbow-headed ass fucking... Ugh. Let me stop. Because I'm going to start saying some shit I shouldn't be saying. And then it's going to start some real problems. There's so much shit you done did in your fucking career to make yourself look stupid. And you talking about me? Get the fuck out of my face. How many times did you, did you stage dive and them fucking fuckers didn't catch your weak ass? Huh? How many times? Huh? Exactly. The fuck? Everybody know the real you? Bitch, you don't, you don't know what you fucking talking about. Talking. Oh, I can't stand weirdos. Like, get the fuck out of my face, weird-ass motherfucker. I will ruin your whole life. I will ruin your whole life and everybody in your life. The fuck, I'll ruin everything. I'll ruin everything for you. You're scary. You're a pussy. You got beat up at the airport. You'll never go see nobody in person because you're a scary-ass bitch. Scary-ass, little-ass boy. Ain't nobody worry about you, the fuck? Bitch, I will come to Brooklyn. I will come to your house. I'll make sure Frank beats up you and everybody around you. The fuck? Bitch, I'm talking about 6ix9ine. A.K.A. Trippy Red Son. Trippy Red birthed your fucking ass. Nobody knew who the fuck you was. Nobody at all. I don't give a fuck what you say. Nobody knew who the fuck you was. I don't want to hear none of that shit. The fuck, you whack-ass fucking weirdo? Rainbow-headed-ass fucking hoe? Ain't finna do nothing, not one thing, but run your fucking mouth like a pussy. You do it with everybody. You did it with Trippy. You did it with Squid. You did it with all these motherfuckers. Whether they're nobodies or not, you still don't do nothing. So ever since that video, Takashi 69 has not said a word, which further proves my point. He knows who he can pick on. He's going to keep doing it. I think it's hilarious. And, uh, <laughs> uh I, I don't know. I mean... I guess she bought that action. I, I'm not sure. The whole thing about beating her mom, that wasn't really nice. I, I mean, come on, 6ix9ine. You got to be a little nicer than that. I, and pretty much, 6ix9ine really can't say nothing back. She's a 15-year-old girl. Like, how does that make him look? He knows exactly what he's doing. So, uh, 
if 6ix9ine, hypothetically, if he was to come back and say something to this girl, people will automatically come out and it's like, oh yeah, okay. Uh, they'll Everything from the child molester claims to just how he is, people are gonna throw everything on top of that along with him responding back to Danielle Brigoli. Now the second girl, Woe Vicky, uh, this, uh, I'm pretty sure a lot of people have, dis they, they discovered her on Facebook. I discovered her on Facebook. She's this little skinny white girl that just, she jumps on Facebook live to say, oh yeah, I'm black. I'm this and I'm just weird shit. It's, how can I describe it? It's if Shanene and white privilege combined, if all of that just decided to happen woe vicky would be the person and it's just very peculiar odd shit um i don't know exactly what dj academics did to really <laughs> have her pop off like she did but i just found it hilarious uh like i said somehow takashi 69 is in on this i couldn't find anything that takashi 69 said and i I, I think the beef between her and Danielle Brigoli has been brewing for the past couple of months, but it's a series of videos she made just firing shots at all three of them. Uh, check them out. Fuck you, rainbow hair, skittle ass bitch, you ain't even no real right. <laughs> if a real right see your ass gonna get touched, you is not protected in these streets, you gay ass bitch. Don't ever compare me to that Danielle Broccoli bitch. Me and that bitch look nothing alike. Danielle Broccoli. Boy, Billionaire, man. Look. <laughs> so, for the people that just witnessed all of that with their ears and just like, what the fuck? Uh, she has a long series of videos on Facebook talking like that. Little adorable skinny white girl just speaking in that way. I'm like, what the hell? Like. Some of it is pretty funny, and then some of it is just like, like, come on, fam. This is, knock it the fuck off. This is ridiculous. Stop the shenanigans. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, like I said, somehow, uh, Takashi69's name is just being thrown in all of this from the, the Breakfast Club interview to the gang affiliation shit. Um, going at the game, YG, uh, uh, just, and then taking shots at two little girls that he knows is going to probably, well, they not probably because they did react that he knows is going to react to anything. He says any little thing they're going to pop off. They're just that erratic and it just young minded. They don't know. They don't know any better. They just. They don't know to keep it moving. If somebody says something crazy to them. But ever since then, no, 6ix9ine hadn't come out and said anything. Uh, academics hadn't said anything else. So this is all a game that just is basically building 6ix9ine up for people to keep talking about them. 
and um, I'm not going to hate on it. I think it's funny. I thought it was hilarious. I just been lurking and watching the whole entire weekend. Funny shit. Real quick, though. Uh, <clears throat> Currency dropped parking lot music a couple weeks ago. Dope ass EP, man. Um, I was a little disappointed he didn't drop back at Bernie's. I'm still a little annoyed off of that, but he gave us something without even announcing it. He just dropped it out of nowhere. And um, like I said, I, I love this EP. Anything currency drops, I, I really just, I can't complain about it because it's like every time he drops a project is either just as good as the previous one or even better. I don't know if I'm just being biased because I'm a huge currency fan and I like them a lot, but here is Had to Make a Way off of Parking Lot Music. Check it out. Had to make a way, had to make a play. Give a fuck what it cost, I had to drive that rate. Had to make a way, had to make a play. I don't give a fuck, cause I can lose it. And it's not a discussion of color. Different races, though we all brothers. If we in the same struggle, all on the same hustle. Trying to get all the pieces to the puzzle in the right spot. And see how beautiful it turned out. The big picture, me counting millions, dividing amongst my team. And they provide for their children. Jet life an empire, though I'm still building. You can always expand, develop on land where no other businesses stand. You can be a pioneer, man, like the hood. Air conditioned open window with the box fan in it. My nigga, authentic Moet Rose, nectar imperial, smoking the bowl. Then I prepare a bowl of cereal. The angel on the Rolls Royce got me feeling spiritual. Same time, one phone call and send them hitters through. Bag of silencers in that black beam. You ain't dreaming, fool. Had to make a way, had to make a play. Give a fuck what it cost, I had to drive the race. Had to make a way, had to make a play. I don't give a fuck, cause I could lose it all the day. Had to make a way, had to make a play. Give a fuck what it cost, I had to drive the race. I had to make a way, had to make a play. I don't give a fuck, cause I could lose it all the day. Fuck with the cost, I had to drive that rate. One thing about me, say I'm always in the bait. Ballin', dribbling, switching lanes all day. That was Had to Make a Way by Currency off of his brand new EP, Parking Lot Music. You can get it off of datpiff.com. Now, uh, this third beef, I've been watching it, man, for a while, and it's kind of getting out of hand. Sway Lee, his girlfriend, and his side chick. Now, there's a video. Actually, there's two different videos you can check out on Instagram. And, uh, fam... His side chick, well, basically his main chick showed up and beat up the side chick. 
apparently this is the fourth time that his girl has pulled up on a side chick and beat her up. This time, the fourth time, she got beat up by not only the main chick, by but by the main chick's friends too as well. Um, it is completely crowded. It's real dark. You see cars everywhere and they're pulling the, the side chick's hair. Just beating her up, man. It's, it's, it's wild. So the side chick jumps on Instagram, makes a video and just talks about how it's getting out of hand and Sway Lee needs to speak up and tell her that they're not messing around anymore. But Sway Lee has not said a word. So every time Sway Lee's main chick just feels like it, she'll pull up on her, I guess, figure out where she's at and just decides to beat her up. Uh, I didn't necessarily laugh at this. I didn't think it was funny at all because I'm like, bro, like the girl said maybe once or twice was whatever but third fourth time and you still wanting to fight me and beat me up this is a little ridiculous in which i agree it is a little ridiculous the only reason why i hadn't come out and said anything and and thought it was funny or thought it wasn't funny is because i like I, you see it way too much it needs to stop i don't really co-sign the whole main chick and then having a side chick I, that's just not cool it's stupid as hell. Uh, <laughs> then uh, there, there's other reports about Sway Lee um, hitting up on his, his main girl. And why he was with the side chick, he was hitting on her too. And that's when I decided to just step out and just mentally clock out of it, not talk about it or speak on it. Because uh, the same thing with the Fabulous and Emily B situation. Uh, I really like Fabulous. I like Emily B. I just decided to not talk about. It's just like it's not my lane. Like fuck that. Um, I didn't think it was funny. Um, well, I take that back. Real sidebar. There's a meme going around Fabulous and Emily B. Well, just Fabulous. And there was, I, I believe it was. The year before last, when people were posting this, uh, they were doing this shit with the pictogram where they would show their face in like three different pictures. And the fourth picture would kind of fade them out and put somebody in the place of them. There is a series of different memes of rap lyrics. The main one that I found that I couldn't help but laugh was of Casanova's set tripping. With the, the whole punch you in your face, motherfucker, I knock your teeth out. <laughs> There's three different pictures of Casanova. You read the lyric at the top, but the fourth picture is Casanova's face faded out. And then Fabulous's face just up there clear as day. Now, I don't really laugh. Like, domestic violence is nothing to laugh at. But I couldn't help but laugh. And I'm... I apologize for that. But like I said, um, this the Sway Lee shit with the main chick beating up the side girl. And then there were reports coming out that not only was that happening, but, you know, the side chick was getting beat on by Sway Lee. Like, come on, fam. This this shit ain't cool. Uh, 
I, I hope it doesn't happen again after this. I'm pretty sure it's going to happen some more. I just don't know why the main girl keeps put, pulling up on the side chick just to beat her up. They're like literally just jumping this girl. There's like a series of videos. You can see it. Um, I don't really watch fight videos like that. I just happened to scroll on Instagram and found it. And I'm like, what the fuck? And uh, I scroll down some more. And then I would see the girl's response, the side chick's response. Like, yo, the fourth time you beat me up is enough. So, yeah, um, I I don't know, man. I'm going to keep looking it up. I'm not really a fan of watching fight videos. I think that shit is dumb as hell. Uh, people need to knock it off. And I don't I don't know what drives people to just they see a fight going on and your your first instinct is to pull your phone out and just say, oh, I got I got to see this. And what the fuck? Like, <laughs> I don't know. But, uh, you know, prayers up to Sway Lee's side chick, prayers to the main chick, prayers to Sway Lee himself. Um, I don't know. <laughs> but uh anyways here's a word from our sponsors android users bynk radio just launched an app that's right if you've been listening to our radio station via internet on bynkradio.com you can now go to your google play store and download the app it consists of artist spotlights artist drops as well as indian underground hip-hop a little bit of mainstream and as of recent we also added r&b and neo soul to the mix so Go to your Google Play Store right now, right now, and download the BYNK Radio app. Now back to the show. So uh, over the weekend, um, you know, Cardi B's debut was was the talk of the hip hop world. Uh, just everybody expressed how they felt about it. Um, I listened to it Thursday night uh, when it dropped. Um, now, okay. I love Cardi B. I really do love her so much. I've been following her since the first time I heard her voice on Love and Hip Hop and just like, I'm, I'm just scrolling through the channels and shit. And then I hear her voice. I'm like, who the hell is that? And it was just, it was love at first sight. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I love Cardi B a lot. I, she's funny as hell. Now, <clears throat> the album came out invasion of privacy and uh it's it's a solid debut i thought it was decent it's it's okay it's not like oh my god it's incredible um of course i'm not going into it looking for some fucking lyrical miracle shit like i'm not bro i'm not going in listening to cardi b for that i swear to god if i hear her start coming out with some conscious shit i'm turning it off <laughs> but yeah uh the album was okay it was pretty dope uh the song drip dropped a day before the album released and i will say i don't really care for drip drip is featuring migos uh i don't know the, the song felt empty to me except takeoff's part oh my god Takeoff took off. Like, I, I didn't expect, like, Takeoff came through clutch. Dope ass verse, but for the rest of the song, it's just, I'm like, eh, okay, whatever. Uh, the intro, the intro track, it just, 
Now we've heard the snippet on Instagram Live. It was what you know, but it just sounded like a great value version of Dreams and Nightmares by Meek Mill. Shout out to Meek Mill, free Meek. So you know, I I keep going, whatever. I'm listening to the album, pretty dope listen. And then for some odd reason, Bodak Yellow's on the album, and I'm like, really? Automatically skip it. Keep going, I keep going, whatever. And I'm like, okay, is you know, it's a solid debut. It's it's decent. This is something for for women that you know that want to get in their feelings and they got something to say. They just throw this on. They get they can get ready to on a Friday or Saturday night. It's a dope, solid project. Now the whole going golden day. That's that was cool. But she wouldn't have gone golden a day without Bodak Yellow. I'm like, why is Bodak Yellow on the album? So I get towards. Uh, the end of the album, getting, you know, a little closer to the end of the album. No, let rewind. Let's go back. Be careful. Be careful was cool, but it kind of killed it for me with homeboy that came out with the, with the reference track. Like he's the one who originally wrote it, everything. He should have kept that song for himself, to be honest with you. But, uh, I like be careful by Cardi B. It's a dope beat. Um, and real quick about that, it gives me a little of a nostalgic feel, of, you know, a big pun for some reason. I can't put my finger on the song where he kind of uses that that flow. But it was a callback to like an old pun joint. I can't remember the name off top. Is it the tip of my damn brain? But I like that. It gave me that feel. And um, <clears throat> Best Life featuring Chance the Rapper. That's a dope ass song. I really like that song. Uh, one of my other favorites off of the album. The song after that, I like it, which is a, a remake. Well, not a remake. It's sampled. What it is? What is his name? T Tito Neves? Old joint from back in the day. I like it like that. Um, that was a dope ass sample that she used. Uh, Ring by Kehlani. I didn't really care for um Bartier Cardi featuring 21 Savage is cool and fam I 21 Savage is the goat I don't care <laughs> she bad she bad was really good I, I like that song too uh through your phone was okay and I don't like the final song in the album which is uh it's titled I do featuring SZA I don't really care for that song like at all Another song that I, I thought was a standout that I thought was cool was Bickenhead, <laughs> which, <laughs> which samples uh, Project Pack's Chickenhead. That, that's a dope ass song, too. Um, that was uh, between that and Best Life and I Like It are the ones that I played a lot. Now, my favorite song off of Invasion of Privacy, Moneybag. Why isn't Moneybag a single? It needs to be a single. It give it literally is damn near like Bodak Yellow. The way it just comes in, uh, the the drum patterns damn near remind me of Bodak Yellow. This needed to be the single. Take away Bodak Yellow. Well, I'm not trying to take away anything from Bodak Yellow and its success. I feel as if they if they pushed Moneybag like they pushed Bodak Yellow, fam, 
This, oh my god, this would have been the song is fucking catchy. Why is this not a single? This needs to be a single. Between that or um the I like it joint. One of those two need to be a single, but I prefer money back to be that single. This is a dope ass song. I caught myself just playing a song back to back to back. And uh, like I said, Invasion of Privacy, dope solid project. I fam, like this is dope just to see her start where she started. Like I've listened to a few of her interviews on the podcast. Like I've heard her on Tax Stones, Tax Season. Um, I believe she was on It's the Real. Uh, well, not they're called It's the Real, but the the podcast is called Waste of Time on SoundCloud. I've heard her on multiple podcasts, man. And just hearing her story, especially on tax season to go from that to where she is now, just to remove herself from the love and hip hop situation and do this is an amazing thing to see. So shout out to Cardi B. I'm not sure what's going to happen with the, I guess the deal with Atlantic. I'm pretty sure she's still going to be part of Atlantic, but there are reports that were out that she's being managed under quality control. So, um, that's dope. I rather see her with quality control. I feel like it's a better situation. I know there was some, some shit that was going around. Basically at the rumors of her being pregnant and just rumors were flying everywhere. There were some little problems with her inner circle. They were like selling stories and she wasn't really trying to reveal everything. And then automatically like she went from wearing tighter clothes to more loose clothing. So I don't think she was trying to reveal all of that shit yet, but that's why it was just set as a rumor up until a couple weeks ago. And then especially the past few nights from performing on Fallon we've seen her in in the baby bump so yeah big up to cardi b i want to see what she does next uh invasion of privacy is a solid project give her a chance man oh and the the motherfuckers that keep talking about oh if you're if you're a fan of cardi b and you're deciding to listen to her album i guess that really speaks to your mental and spiritual growth like yo shut the fuck up just shut up like I'm sick and tired of you niggas. Anytime like it, and it's y- y'all are so weird. Like how are you paying attention to this one album when a series of fucking projects came out? Oh, an entire fucking slew of albums drop. Like E40 Be Legit came out with a collaborative project. Uh Cooley High, which I'm going to get into Cooley High in a minute. Um a rap group out of Raleigh, North Carolina, dropped the album. Tom Mish dropped his uh, Geography album. Who else? A new artist by the name of Grand Kai just dropped the album. I'm about to play something from him. Fam, like, mad shit came out, bro. Uh, Saba just came out with his follow-up to to the Bucket List project. Like, like if you're, if you're not going to listen to Cardi, if you don't like Cardi... That's cool. Whatever. But don't sit here and bash other people. Or why are you even giving it attention if you don't like the shit? That's the weird shit to me. 
I'm not a big fan of Drake. Not at all. Like the last two projects that I listened to Drake, uh, well, listen from Drake, I mean, Room for Improvement and Comeback Season. 2009 on, I have not really listened to a Drake album in full. I just haven't. I, I've i never sat and listened to Views. Never sat and listened to Take Care. Uh, if you're reading this too late, any of those albums at all. I've heard some of the singles here and there, but I'm not going out of my way saying, oh, fuck Drake, blah, 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 and all of that shit because he has a new single out. Nice for what? I'm not out. Like, bro, let niggas rock to the shit. I'm just not paying attention. I'm giving light and shedding light to shit that I like and I want to introduce to people that they haven't seen or heard before. So, yeah, uh, shut the fuck up and put your attention on something else. But anyway, back to the music real quick. Uh, there's a group by the name of Cooley High. They've been around for a few years. I want to say since 2008. Rhapsody used to be a part of this group, and it consists of Charlie Smarts, Tab One, a producer duo by the name of Synopsis, and a DJ by the name of Ill Digits. And of course, we know the situation between <clears throat> Rhapsody and Ninth Wonder. He basically took her and used her to, well, and molded her to be a solo artist. Now, <clears throat> six people within this group, they dropped this album called Never Come Down. And front to back, this is a dope ass project. Uh, they happen to grab Rhapsody for one feature. Uh, let me see. The track is called Grinning. Rhapsody killed that shit. <laughs> I just, yo, I, I fucking love Rhapsody. And I don't know if I said this earlier in the episode. Um, the Netflix original Rapture. She has an episode. So go check that out. And it, man, this is just a dope ass album. Uh, they're straight out of Raleigh, North Carolina. They all went to North Carolina State University together. And they started out as a, a hip hop organization, just basically trying to basically trying to get the, the education board to okay the fact that there needs to be a hip hop class. And Ninth Wonder now teaches that class there at North Carolina State University. And I think he also teaches, um, man, he teaches somewhere else. Oh, yeah, he teaches at Harvard University. There's a, a documentary that you can watch called The Harvard Fellow with Ninth Wonder. And he teaches one of the classes, a hip hop class over in Harvard. But anyway, not to get into all of that. This is brand new Cooley High off of their album, Never Come Down. It's titled Shambles featuring Carlita Duran from the Foreign Exchange. Check it out. I see what you do when you ball, but how you feel when nobody calls? Recently I've been a bad sinner, it's shame, I'm playing Michael Fassbender. Can't have enough, even after dinner. And if she let me stay, I'll relax and I'll act innocent and backbending. I'm attract women, friends that's magnificent. So many that I got ignorant. And if you ride with a nigga like a passenger, fasten up. I like them fast, baby. Hope you fast enough. Did the tour with Mac Miller and Pete the rap business. So before my last inning, I'm swinging the bat for fences. 
and playing the field. At least what I'm saying is real. You know I got issues like the Vogue in September. Look under the cover, still don't get the picture. It's like the coldest winter now. Women's names I don't remember now, and I could drown if I could down quiet, this road. Again, that's Shambles by Cooley High, featuring Carlita Duran off of the brand new album Never Come Down. You can get it on Apple Music. Uh, real quick, this next artist, Mayhem Loren, New York artist, just dropped a project called Glass, entirely produced by Harry Fraud. Um, if you're not familiar with Mayhem Loren, He's not a part of Griselda Records, but he is affiliated with Griselda Records. And so automatically I'm I'm going to it. Like I said, I, I keep talking about the Griselda boys, always talk about them. But anyway, he dropped a new project called Glass. Um, you know, short, straight to the point. Uh, no room to make no mistakes, whatever. There's a song on there that I really like a lot called Venetian Loafers featuring Conway. Check it out. You might have seen me hang gliding in Jupiter. Fuck. We out here. Rocking jewelry in the wave pool. Yo. Uh, it's the same person from way back. Silked out with the shades black. Play the blocks where they blaze at. Spray that. Made back like a German car. Consistently with currency forever earning par. I spit this shit for all my people that's gone. Whether they locked up or dead, I bring them life in this song. Back in the world with me taking flicks, counting this cake. The fucking Gucci store got my foot covered in snake. Trying to see a billion, rocking reptilian. Y'all hear this shit, I talk and question if it's really him. The way I'm extra, make y'all regular like Cillian. William with the best of them. Looking fresh with them. Stand up, quick to man up. Y'all pumping estrogen, we built different. I'm a premium addition. I get driven around, y'all put the key in the ignition. Coming from Queens to flip a key is a tradition. Tradition. Yo, 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 live from Jupiter, uh, still in the after hours with the cokeheads, the rock cokeheads, been a criminal since I would duck Officer Lopez, before feds were snatching my mans up in handcuffs, now we look back and just breeze pumping in sand trucks, eating high quality fish chunks from Massa, breaking bread, writing blueprints on how to prosper, Florida, Hollywood, Hollywood, L.A., I just want to go coast to coast and sell, yay. sell yay. The hustle is my heritage. The struggle seen in my eyes presents the evidence. Bruno Magli sway covers my footsteps. Never fold, never Again, that's Venetian Loafers by Mayhem Loren featuring Conway off of the brand new project Glass. You can get it on Apple Music or netpiff.com. As a matter of fact, Conway got a new project on netpiff.com. It's called Black Tape. Uh, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. It's on netpiff.com, and you can get it on Apple Music as well, and SoundCloud. 
So yeah, I, I like these Griselda dudes, man. They're West Side Gun, Benny, um, Thirty Eight Special, all them dudes, man. They just they're very fucking consistent. El Camino, all of them dudes. Uh, I'll probably play something from the new Conway next week though. But there's a brand new artist out. Uh, he just dropped his debut project. It's called Grand Opening. He goes by the name of Grand Kai. And uh, I like it, man. I, I just saw the, the album cover and, and well, the mixtape cover. And I was like, oh, shit, let me let me check this out. Grand Kai. And I'm like, you know, I never heard of the dude before. Solid project. Ten songs. Uh and I I don't know, man. He he's from Philly. I I don't have any back history on this dude. This is his very first project. So uh I want to play something for y'all off of his project grand opening. And this song is called Fool's Go. Check it out. These niggas ain't your friends though. Girl, you know the lingo. You know how to stingo. You know how to stingo. Baby, drink up and it's over. Yeah, all that shit you thinking about is over. Gonna uh, buff the drink, you never sober. All she wanna do is link up, do it over. I think I love, I think I'm loving her. I never had her in my life. Gotta get it one time. I gotta get it on the time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Can I get it, baby? Yeah, yeah. I'm riding through your city. Yeah, yeah. Go and hit me when you're ready. Yeah, sauce up these spaghetti. I don't even remember your addy. When I'm sober, I regret it. Right now, I'm just living for the moment. Cause right now, I really want it. I'ma get it, I'ma own it I'ma get it, I'ma own it But don't touch me in the morning These niggas ain't your friends, though Girl, you know the lingo You know how to stingo You know how to stingo Baby, drink up and it's over yeah, All that shit you thinking about is over uh, Gonna buff the drink, you never sober all she wanna do is link up, do it over. I think I love, I think I'm loving her. I never had her in my life. Again, that's Fool's Gold by Grand Kai off of his brand new project, Grand Opening. It's his debut project. You can get it on Apple Music, SoundCloud, and netpiff.com. Now, before I get up out of here, I just want to say uh, thank you for listening to The Social Introvert. Episode 40. Feels great to be out of the 30s. Uh, now for two weeks, starting April 25th, I'll be in Orlando, Florida, uh, doing some training for my new job. Uh, I, I'm so excited y'all like, <laughs> I'm finally like, I, I didn't expect to get this job. It was crazy. I just sat down and was like, let me apply. I'm probably not going to get the shit no way. And then one interview turned into the second interview turned into the third interview and followed by a bunch of damn weird ass background checks and drug testing i'm not a criminal guys i don't do drugs um <laughs> but anyway uh 
no worries i won't be on any type of hiatus or break or anything you'll get your regular scheduled episodes of the social introvert every wednesday on bykradio.net forward slash podcast uh now the next thing i want to talk about before i get up out of here the sit saturday's playlist i don't really talk about it much as, as much as i should i should be talking about the shit all the time now the sit saturday's playlist is a bonus episode that i always drop on the last saturday of each month uh it's something that I, i'll pick maybe a specific artist or something that i, I just want to match the mood like the first episode like one of my favorite rappers ever um i did the best of currency uh that was kind of i guess a test run just to see it i'm surprised the soundcloud hadn't taken it down i don't know i guess they won't um the second episode was called hot ass february for some odd reason it was hot as fuck in february so i threw something together just to match the mood i guess and the third bonus episode this recent episode that's up now you can go check it out it's called spring fever uh non-hip-hop something basically alternative just shit that i like to listen to that kind of match the mood of spring now it's chilly as hell outside no pollen it, it don't even feel like spring to me right now but um the rain is coming down so we got the april showers going and uh yeah so this next episode this next episode i will be dropping a bonus episode of the sid saturday's playlist uh, at the end of this month and the theme that i want to do is r&b female r&b artist i just want to celebrate the women of the r&b world like right now um there's some up-and-comers there's some that that have been around for quite some time i just want to like i'm on my r&b shit right now y'all like Y'all think I'm on my hip hop shit as always. Like, like I'm in my feelings. I'm on my R&B shit right now, cause like. <laughs> so yeah, uh, this next bonus episode of the Sit Saturdays playlist will represent the ladies of the R&B world called Go Ladies. I can't wait to drop this shit. Dope as hell. Uh, I I don't know, man. Uh, and then I already have one finished for May. I'm not gonna reveal that one yet that one might be my favorite that i that might be the best one yet to me in my opinion the one that's dropping in may is gonna be the best one yet so tune in i don't know if i'm gonna let y'all know at the end of, yeah i'll probably let y'all know by the end of april what it is is artwork is already done the playlist is finished so i'm ahead of schedule but anyway uh this wraps up this episode for me guys thank you for listening uh, real quick, I want to shout out Random Tandem Podcast. Uh, I want to shout out <clears throat> Ignorant Philosophy, Crazy Town Podcast, the PLP Podcast. I want to shout out Talking Greasy. Um, I want to shout out Campbellism. I want to shout out who else? Everyday Ignorance. I want to shout out Talk It Out Podcast. Uh, thank you guys uh, for reposting and just showing love. And I can't forget about the BYNK family. Of course. Shout out to Rain Coleman over at Carefree Black Nerd. Uh, keep, man, just keep keep doing your thing, man. That is the hardest nigga in podcasting right now. I'm just, let me flex, bro. 
That's the hardest nigga in podcast. I don't give a fuck. Ain't nobody fucking with <laughs> carefree black nerd. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I want to shout out Black Mary Fly with Troublemaker and Candice Denae. Um, Love listening to their podcast every week. They just, I don't know, man. I just, I like listening to them, man. They're just dope as fuck. And Government Name Podcast, the two most ignorant niggas in podcasting, the best fucking podcast on the net uh, of social commentary, just just bringing all types of different shit, just ignorant shit, gun control talk, um, politics, just random ass stories that I still can't seem to find, but they seem to find that shit every week, and it just, it has me dying of fucking laughter, so shout out to BYNK Radio, um, and uh, until next time, guys, peace, have a great week. Been out for a minute and it's only been a minute I've been whipping up in the kitchen for some time now Got the bag coming in, I'm a vegetarian Put these carrots on my wrist, I got them bust down If you ain't talking green, then why you talking to me? I'm only addressing niggas that's getting to the green, yeah I got the sauce, I got the juice If you're salted and too much sodium, ain't good for you, yeah Shorty bad, yeah she a dope bag Body season, so I call her old bag That's old bag, and she muy caliente Stir fry, she got a big on when you put it, make the world cry. The one she put it on me, I'm like, oh my. So I put her on the counter, ain't the whole pie. Oh my, do it, just like a stir fry. In the kitchen, just like a stir fry. In the kitchen, just like a stir fry. In the kitchen, just like a stir fry, stir fry. Okay.